Welcome to another episode of the TV show show. I'm Brittany High. And I am Rob Schulte. The one and only. Brittany. Is there other Rob Schultes? Yes. Oh my God, is there other Rob Schultes? Probably. I think <gasps> someone who sells insurance oh. is named Rob Schulte. I've Googled myself <laughs> well, Haven't we all Googled <laughs> yourself? Oh God, don't go to page two. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I refuse. <laughs> so we are watching a very fun episode today. I'm really excited. I've been wanting to do... Yes. Martin! Martin! Do, do, do. Yes. Um, from the 90s. From the 90s. Not the reboot they did two oh! years ago. Did they do a reboot there? No, they didn't do no! a reboot. Is it what? I would... Like, you, got I, I, <laughs> you got me. You got me. I'm used, so used to like MacGyver reboot, and then if oh. there was a Martin reboot right next to it, my head would probably explode. Yeah. How dare they reboot MacGyver? <laughs> but we watched season Ugh. three, episode 24, The Romantic Weekend. It aired April 27th, 1995 on Fox. Remember 1995? Uh, vaguely, but yes, okay. especially Fox at that time yep. where everyone's going, ooh, yes, yes. So <laughs> did you ever watch Martin growing up? What was your relationship to the show? Boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, casual acquaintances, uh, go on, it, just cut me off so that I can stop rambling. <laughs> it was complicated. Oh no, um, start from the beginning. No, not really. We just, I just didn't watch it much, um, but it, I had seen it normally when I was over at like friends' houses, but I didn't follow the story at all. I think I vaguely knew that he was a radio DJ. Yes. Um which fits our podcast perfectly, of course. But I don't think I ever had actually seen a full episode until like college. And I didn't watch much of Martin. So this is like a fun uh, visit to something, a time machine, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Well, Martin is the reason why I went into podcasting. Um, wow. No! <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no, but I, I loved Martin. Growing up, my brother and I watched Martin, but this is my first. Oh my God. I told you I was not going to. You mention, have a brother? Yeah. I have not mentioned him. Like, keep in mind, let's mark the calendar. We're four episodes in. I can't believe I just mentioned him. I used to watch it with uh, my brother growing up and we, we liked it. It was silly. Shanene. Give me more of that. I can't believe Oh, I forgot about Shanene. How can you forget about Shanene? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's how unfamiliar I was with it. Oh. Even though <laughs> the character was portrayed on the playground every now and again. Was, I remember that. Was she? Gosh. Yeah, so someone in the neighborhood was watching Martin. Somebody was. So... We picked this episode because um, I, I read a pick the top Martin episodes. Martin episodes. Sure. And I said, this one sounds really funny. I don't remember this one. And it's always fun. Like on some occasions, it's like you don't want to watch an episode where they're kind of out of their normal environment. Mm. But Yes, yes, absolutely. But then sometimes, as you know, as a TV aficionado, like Sometimes that's like the thing that switches it up, kind of shakes things up and people get super silly, super fun, a little out of their like groove of, you know, you're sitting on the couch, you're at the coffee table, then you're back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who sits at the coffee table? That's the couch. Yeah. It's it's really easy. God. 
And it's really easy to like do new formulas. You know what I mean? Like what happens if we put these characters in this scenario, we can finally use this joke. And uh, it's not like, especially this type of vacation episode isn't like a tie in with some sort of like resort or theme park, which have their own merits of a show, but are basically like, now let's do this ride by its full and complete name. This is like <laughs> just fish a fish out of water story. You yes. Know? Yes. Would you would you do you have anything any questions or no, nothing? Anything? Well, I have a thought for you, but I think I should probably read uh, the synopsis of the show so that anyone following along who hasn't been able to watch this episode at least has some stable ground as we get into this wild ride. Let's do it. Um, I mean, you do it. Okay. Uh, Gina is envious when Tommy and Pam plan to celebrate their six-month anniversary of being together by going to a luxurious resort. When she complains to Martin about why they never do anything special, Martin takes Gina on a vacation to Chilligan's Island, a dreadful and low-rate resort that was advertised on the back of a cereal box. That's right. Now, Brittany. What? Here's something, especially over the past year while I've been getting into new television shows, (laughs) uh, I've been taking very serious, and that is um, what I like to call TV treats. Do you... And even for this episode, it doesn't matter. But like, do you have a TV treat, like a snack you like to have while you're watching a show? Or like, I like to use this pen when I write my notes for podcasts or I don't know, something that makes it like this is a special viewing experience. Hmm. Good question. Maybe I need to incorporate that into my experience because no, I just usually have my laptop out on don't, you know, be too thrown off by this on my lap and and I'm just typing away just making notes I used to like paint my nails during pumpkin spice podcast to keep me you know a little like a little distracted so I wasn't so scared but honestly the films that you've been picking haven't been that scary so I don't even need that distraction so I'm painting my nails in months Well, uh, I can understand. I just also was looking back at our social media and remembered all those candles around the Frasier viewing that you had. And I was like, that was a real treat. That, no, I always light candles. That's a ritual. That's, that's, I'm summoning the Frasier spirit for sure. What about you, though? I'm sure you have a special pen and snack and blankie you watch shows with. I do. Um, it's one of those blankets that has like arms and leg holes in it. Oh. Like, why aren't I just wearing sweats at this point? Yeah, um, a onesie. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I do. Uh, I usually uh, make myself like a little treat to have, whether that's like a nice cocktail or a bowl of popcorn, because mm-hmm. I'm really trying to like differentiate some of this sometimes than just the average. Like I'm done with work watching TV. Well, of course. So I just think like. You know, the idea of a TV treat is something I want to explore further in the season of the TV show show. You should do it, uh, it themed on the episode. This would have been a great um, one for champagne in reference to the champagne suite that they stay in. Oh, yes. Or you wow. could have eaten cereal because of the cereal box. Okay. 
There is so much to think about yeah, here. Um, I'm it. going to incorporate this in further episodes. Deal. <laughs> Thank you. Deal. Should we uh, get into this one? Let's get into this one. Okay. Well, um, I think the thing that jumped out to me when you when we open in this episode is that uh, the drastic difference in wardrobe, where Martin's sitting on the couch in essentially his PJs, and uh, Gina comes out look, looking real nice as if she's about to go to a nice restaurant or something. Yeah. It's a cold open. They're in Martin's apartment. He's in his PJs. I guess Rob sleeps in jeans sometimes. That's cool to know. And Gina's like, what are we doing tonight? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe watch Jeff. Def, Jeff Jams. That's a whole different thing. Def Jams. I love that he walks to the fridge and grabs a Snapple, though. Remember how ubiquitous Snapple was in the 90s? Wow. we No one could get away from the Snapple lady. No. Hello from Snapple. And uh, the wise words under that cap. Right. Um, I I do also think it's funny that like Martin has multiple plans. He's going to watch Def Jam, but he's also going to watch Wild Kingdom because you never know when you're going to run into a wild animal. That's right. And then walks in Pam and Tommy. See? Wow. That's a good See? one. See? Yeah. This is when we just segue directly into the theme song. So catchy. I love everyone's facial expressions. I kind of like make them as, as as they're making them, like while I'm watching it. You know what I mean? Everyone's having a good time. But you for know? one, I can't say the title of the show without singing it. So obviously the theme song has an impact on me. How did you feel about it? Were you moving and grooving or just? Well, yeah, I liked it, but I in was. your PJ jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I thought he was wearing blue sweatpants, but the listeners can report back and tell me I'm wrong. Um, I was used to like the first season theme song. Uh, this theme song, I didn't realize it changed by season three. It was still great. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I kind of like season three theme better than season one. It's a little I'm more low-key. 100% audience. Uh, 100% yeah. audience? Yeah, 100% audience, low-key, uh, and 100% honesty, that's me. Oh, that's what um, we say about Rob. It's on uh, the plaque yeah. by his desk. Yeah, yeah, Dex, definitely. I've got multiple. Just look over my shoulder yeah. on the live stream. It's crazy. Um, Gina wants to go to the roller rink. Martin's, you know, frustrated because Tommy and Pam are here. But to make things even, you know, quote, worse for Martin... Tommy and Pam are celebrating their six-month anniversary <laughs> and are just over the moon. Six-month anniversary. You know, Gina's like making a yeah. toast, a champagne yeah. toast and everything. And then she's like, there's six-month anniversary. I guffawed. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Pam's showing off her new bracelet and she brags that they're taking a trip again for their six-month anniversary. Oh, what? Lord. Uh, it, there's just so much jammed into this that is like, first of all, have you ever been into like a gathering of four people where someone's like, you know what? A toast. <laughs> all the time. Wait, do you know me? I do a toast on a random Tuesday night uh, with a cup of water. Like <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's okay. been a minute. We haven't been in the same uh, room for over a year at this point. Thanks to the pandemic and your very strict boundaries around. <laughs> I was going <laughs> I have rules about toasts, obviously. Yes. Five people or more. Right. Um, but you're right. It's not normal. Just because I do it 
doesn't mean it's normal is what my therapist always says. The scene doesn't seem to translate with me. Oh. Gina's a little like, is she like runs to the window when they leave and it's like, I want this too. You know, she's, uh, she's just making decisions that I did not believe in her character. I liked her character a lot more when she's like, Martin, come on, let's go to the roller rink. Yeah, there are a anyway. lot of zings and, and Pam zings Martin pretty hard. She she points out, she's like, don't be mad just because you stopped growing after sixth grade, which Rob, you know, oh, we talk yeah. about seventh grade quite a bit. But fun fact, I stopped growing after sixth grade, too. I mean, like Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I was really tall in wow. sixth grade. And then um, everybody else just, you know, grew past me. But like you said, they're going on a vacation. They're going on this trip. And Gina's like, you never take me anywhere. So she goes out, Ever. yells out the window. Congratulations, Pam. Goodbye. I'll be right here. Doing nothing. And then Martin, this is my favorite part of the, this scene. Because there's such a... Martin's like, you know what? The funk in your voice is giving me the impression you're upset with me. <laughs> 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 oh, so good. So many little little gems and jokes. But they sit down and they start watching the Andy Griffith show. I wonder I, if it was these days, Gina would have been out the door because she's an independent woman and she doesn't need a man to take her to the restaurant. Right? Yeah. But it was. It was such a thing. Like, you wouldn't go out without your man back in the day. You know? Yeah. It's just so... You know, because you wouldn't go out without your man back in the day. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I still don't. Yes. Um, yes. But, you know, it is it is weird. I'm not sure if we're supposed to be on the side of Martin or Gina <gasps> or either. You know, or are we just supposed to be observing this slice yeah. of life situation? <laughs> There, it's like um, a prescription. It's like you are supposed to be thinking yeah. about it like this. No, I'm sure if you're a man, like it was probably like he's like, let's watch TV from the bedroom. Like, let's that's what we can do tonight. And and she's like, no, that's OK. You know, but I I, yeah. I sh we, we like to talk about our ways of watching TV. I personally don't like watching TV from the bedroom. Something about me laying down completely while I'm watching TV doesn't feel good to me. But I do know sometimes some for some people that's their preferred viewing experience. What about you, Rob? Uh, do you watch TV from the bed? Is this personal? <laughs> it is a thing I do. Usually it's like a an iPad on a stand or something. I see. But when I was young, at one point, like my dad discovered bingo card. I'm talking about my dad. Go uh, <laughs> no, bingo. You could like <laughs> hang TVs from like that. They made TV stands for your wall. Mm -hmm. And he was like, isn't this great? And he like <gasps> hung a TV in like every bedroom of our house. <laughs> like the, that's amazing. There was two of us. What? <laughs> And like, and this is before, you know, like flat screen TVs that are essentially meant for walls. Right. So I thought it was like this really special, cool thing that I now had like a TV in the corner of my room. But really, it set me down a, a path of just having a pattern of having a TV on in my room. And I don't really like that I I don't feel as you know like that, that it feels like comforting mm -hmm. to have a TV on like part of that feels weird I'm I'm okay with it as well oh. but like 
I feel like if my dad never got excited about hanging TVs, like I, I wouldn't care about watching TV in bed or anything. I like that. see. I see. Well, I sleep in with the TV in my bed, so it's it is different for sure. Oh, if my TV just lays it's down, that and, weird hum. Yes. No, no, no. Helps. It's just it okay. lays next to me in the bed as I sleep. The TV. Oh, yeah. L- well, the TV. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Don't watch the TV. Just love the TV. Television. Teacher, mother, secret lover. It's in, it's part of the family. Yes, it's part of my relationship. (laughs) So we're at the kitchen island in Martin's apartment and they're playing checkers. Martin's complaining about Gina wanting attention in the relationship to Tommy, who just bought his girlfriend a bracelet and a horse-drawn carriage and all this stuff for their six-month anniversary. Do you think that's the correct audience? You think he's going to, he's going to get me on your side? Yeah, he's, he's not there to like really help after he's been insulted mere hours yeah, previous. Yeah, you keep insulting my girlfriend over and over. Yeah. Um, don't have a lot of compassion for you. Not exactly sure why we hang out. Yeah, I'm not really sure why they I'm too sensitive for that kind of uh interaction. Like if you uh zing me like three times, I will retreat. I'm very sensitive. Yeah. I do not need to be zinged. Right. Well, if it's so thank you for letting me know. I will stop singing you. <laughs> you just all you have to do is ask. Uh, Tommy does say that Gina needs a change of scenery and that Martin should be, you know, playing by the rules that Tommy's playing, you know, get her out of here. Show her a good time. He says, we, we painted the cabinets. Like, what else does she need? Yeah. <laughs> so the gals come home and Pam's like, hey, baby. And Gina's like, hey, Martin. And then there's like mm. Cole has a little appearance. And he, all he does, it's just one function just to like the icing on the cake, the straw that broke the camel's back. He says he's taking his girlfriend to a hotel before the curly fry convention. But nobody stops and says, what is curly fry convention? Everybody's like, oh, wait, you're taking your girlfriend on a vacation too? Yeah. And it doesn't matter that it's a curly fry convention. It's that everyone's going on a vacation. Right. uh, But Martin and Gina. And by everyone, I mean uh, two couples. Yes. Well, everyone uh, in, in the life. context of this small town that is Martin's apartment. So everyone takes yes. off and Martin says, actually, he, I'm going to take you on a trip. Yeah. And he hands Gina a cereal box and shows her the back of the cereal box, which is an ad for Chilligan's Island. Oh, yeah. It's a cartoon. Well, it is a, a drawing. With bright colors of a sandy beach and like uh, someone in a grass skirt hula-ing. Gina's not convinced, but is quickly convinced by just the thought of there even being an option of getting out of this apartment. That's right. And she's like, well, you know what? There are sandy beaches and palm trees. It is a cartoon, but you know what? I'm getting excited. Martin says, that's great that you're getting excited because we're going to need about 10 more box tops for this trip. He does tell her she needs to... Uh, slow her roll until they get those box tops. <laughs> uh, do you want to walk us through the next scene? Yes, I do, because it is, I mean, to us, it is a mere two-minute commercial break. But when we come back to the show, there is a plane landing in a uh, green area, and uh, Martin and Gina are being shown into their resort, which is less than favorable. I think. Martin says, I know that they didn't play me like this. 
because of the amount of dirt. <laughs> well, so the sweet, it's supposed to be the champagne sweet. And honestly, I didn't think it looked bad, yeah. that bad, but their reactions are telling me it looks bad. And at that moment, that's when an overweight white woman in a grass skirt and whatnot comes in hula dancing. And just between you and I, she is also wearing boots, but that was just probably a wardrobe thing. Like, I don't want to go barefoot. Okay, yeah. well, wear whatever boots yeah. you brought. The bellhop says, welcome to Chilligan's Island. And that's when Gina starts out and out wailing. Like, you know, yeah. the Gina classic like wail. Lucille Ball. Yes. Well, G- yeah. Gina Gina's a pro at... It is very Lucille Ball-esque. So they, yeah. they share that. The... If you have seen Martin, then it's the Gina whale. And if you have seen I Love Lucy, then it's the I Love Lucy whale. You know what I'm saying? That is the perfect way to put it. And it does set us off for the perfect time for a break. Oh, yeah. I need a break after that for sure. We're back. It's the TV show show. Brittany, we're watching Martin. Martin! Gina is professionally screaming, and we all believe it. Well, now I've noticed that the blinds are a little janky, like some of the blinds are missing. The picture frame <laughs> on the wall are, are askew. I, askew. But I'm just like, you can actually correct that very easily, and I have been known to correct a, an askew photo frame. So, Well, we we each have our superpowers. Right. So, and I'm glad that you're sharing yeah. <laughs> Martin is like, there is no way this is the champagne suite. This is like the gin and juice room. I love it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Gina's like, there, there was supposed to be a j- jacuzzi, a beachfront view. And the bellhop's like, oh, you must have seen the cereal box ad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gets them every time. Yeah. And they're like. This is false advertising. He's like, what false advertising? He's like, I got you a mini bar and it's like a bottle of Bacardi on a bike chain. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, you got a nice view and someone's drying their dirty underwear yeah. outside. Well, presumably it's clean. Well, oh, true. True. Hopefully. Not that it makes it better. <laughs> and he's like, and you got a communication system and it's just a payphone in their room. Yeah. I uh it it was just a, a running joke that uh was simple but made me laugh a Yes, lot. I was like I was eating it up the whole time. Martin says I came down here to get my romance on not to kick somebody's ass and Gina's like, "Wait, wait, <laughs> baby, come on, hold on, hold on, hold on." And I thought she was going to lose it on the bellhop like be like, you know, uh-huh. I didn't come down here to kick someone's ass you know yeah (laughs) yeah that's just me that's a reflection on me because that was totally me projecting she was just like when does the next plane leave like i want my money back but the next plane doesn't leave for three more days so they have to make it work so they're just resigned to staying there it's okay this like how do i even emotionally prepare people for what comes next oh my god Brittany! we're taking something that is so visual and physical and then we're we're trying to explain it gina's sitting on the bed she starts to look woozy yes she believes there's a dog in the room because apparently she's allergic she doesn't see at her feet the giant indistinguishable blob of fur attached to like a remote control car or something yeah it's like do you remember that show battle bots 
where like robots fought each other on Comedy Central. No. Uh, this looks like one of those, Ooh. but full of hair. Yes. Or covered in hair. Gosh, it's a lot. Yeah, it was essentially if you stripped it of, if you shaved <laughs> this animal I in this show, that would be the Comedy Central <laughs> show I'm talking about. Um, and then that fight, it is just oh my God. comedic gold in the sense of like uh, Martin attacking this creature is is slapstick. And I think it like, I don't know if it would work as well today, but it is strange to be like, slapstick wasn't like the top bar of comedy at this time either, but it works and it's funny. Martin grabs a chair and has this whole back and forth with it and then picks it up (laughs) and it attacks him. And then Gina jumps in and she's just wailing on it with her handbag. And then Martin's just beating it up against the coffee table. And then he's just straight up punching it in the face repeatedly. The lays around his (laughs) neck are like bouncing around going crazy. Oh my God, the best is like when he gets right up in the camera because it's choking him and he's like making eye contact with the camera. I tell you, I... I live for moments like this. I was screaming. Like you said, I mean, it's comedy gold. It's physical comedy gold. When he's like trying to bat it off with a chair, yes. the chair goes out of frame. And then when we see the chair again, there's it's obviously a new chair, but with a giant bite mark out of I it. I thought it just bit a, bit a bite of the chair. Is it a different chair? Yeah, well, I mean, because it is real. You're right. Yes. I'm, I'm not going to strip away the, yeah. the mystery of it. But, uh, but yeah, it really, it really makes me laugh. The tiny little like detail of when he has it like wedged up against the door and he has it in a headlock and he's <laughs> just taking out individual hairs. <laughs> it finally leaves after that. Yeah. Uh, finds uh, cookies elsewhere, yes. I guess. Um, let's hear it. There's this moment after that where they're like catching their breath and Gina gets super horny for Martin for defeating the beast that was in their apartment. Martin's like, hey, well... Um, I bought you something from Hoochie's Secret, which I guess is a play on uh, Victoria's Secret. Oh, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe just a little slightly. Yeah. Um, and then she, I don't know if this was like a bad take or the best take, but like, or they were like, it's just so believably good. I don't know why, but like Gina like can't get her line out and it's perfect. She's so like excited now that she's like, go get down, get down. Get your get down cologne on. You better go over there and slap on some of that. I, I, get I, you better get down cologne. And he's like, okay, I'm getting my get down cologne on. And they're both just like checking each other out. Oh, that's Gina's status. But she, the little the little hoochie secret purchase is like this tiny little um, gold lame <laughs> like bra. But it's like for a baby doll, which is weird because why would you? But she it's, it's too tiny, obviously. But Gina is so horny. She is trying to put it on and she's like. Yeah, put on your cologne. Let's do this. It's great little physical con. Slapping it all over his neck and face. But then all of a sudden they hear some voices from the next room and they're like, is that? No, that that can't be. No, no, no. In a move that I learned from Candyman, they move the mirror on the wall (laughs) and lo and behold, there is a hole revealing the next room and in that room is standing Pam and Tommy. Tommy. And Pam. Yeah, Pam and Tommy, Tommy and Pam. And they're trying to get their money back from the bellhop. Oh! (laughs) 
They're like, what are you talking about? They're fi- figuring the exact same situations just went through. So guess what? They're not so different after all yeah. these two couples. One's just been together longer than six months. That's right. It's like maybe it is all the same. You know, six months, six years, 12 years. Now I'm just doing math. <laughs> anyway, Pam and Tommy come into Martin and Gina's suite and they're like, I was kind of confused by this argument because I'm like, this isn't what I would be focusing on, but everybody's different. Yeah. They were like, what are you doing here? No, what are you doing here? You followed us. No, you followed us. They're all arguing, trying to one-up each other about who's going to have the best time. And so they're like, you know what? I'm going to ride a jet ski up the waterfall. Well, I'm going to go get my back rub. They leave. They immediately come back. They're all ragged. Their hair's messed up. Their clothes are falling off. Then they're arguing again. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had the exact same thought as you, Brittany. You articulated it well. <laughs> what is the fight about? Is the fight about that they're at the same vacation locale? At one point, I think Tommy says, like, you're always trying to one-up us. And it's like, no, like, Martin didn't want to do this yeah. at all. Yeah, he didn't. He actually, <laughs> he was kicking and screaming. Speaking of kicking and screaming, though, yeah. Tommy goes... Wait, there's a puppy right behind you, man. And Pam starts going in on that monster. It was wild. It attacks Pam's head. And Martin and Tommy are taking swings at the monster. As It's just like complete chaos. But I live for this. So I enjoyed it. But it was kind of crazy. They were I, like fully swinging at the monster that was on Pam's head. Like, did they... Like, was not expecting a monster fight this <laughs> close to the last monster fight. And so much more intense. You think, you think how could it get more intense? But yeah, you're right. Like haymakers being yeah. swung and no one's hurt. No one's hurt. Like apparently. Yeah. No one got bit. No one got bit. So they're back in the bed in the suite. Not all of them, just Martin and Gina. I probably should clarify. Just two people in the bed. Yeah, post credits. It's not at this some point. weird show. <laughs> it's um just Martin and Gina in the bed. And it's kind of a sweet moment. He says, See, you know, we this proves we love each other. We can have fun doing anything as long as we're together. And Gina's like, oh, I'm just so scared of this monster. And like they're both both hurting from fighting and all of the nonsense. Martin points out. The bed is probably the safest place they could possibly be. And I, I agreed with them for about the split second <laughs> before that bed flies up because it's a Murphy bed. That's right. And uh, exposes living underneath and attached. Yes. Yeah. Exposes the monster attack. Battlebot yeah, rat. I love that we tag teamed that whole sentence. <laughs> I love it. We're like identical twins. His eyes light up red. And. I got to say, Brittany, it was a perfect ending to this type of episode. And you can just tell the person who was assigned to make this project was really excited to make that rat monster thing. Yeah. Uh, They don't get to do that on the show very much. A great ending. And of course, there is applause and laughter, you know, playing the laugh track and all that good stuff. It's probably, no, it's got to be a live studio audience because did you hear someone actually scream? (laughs) the audience yeah i did notice like how lively it was during those fight scenes and it didn't feel like canned laughter there's no way canned like craziness you know it was great it's also because it's not a bunch of like buttoned up white people in the audience like (laughs) well politely clapping that's true that that was that was very funny Brittany. i really enjoyed this show i'm gonna write about it in my journal uh that's my stuffy, stuffy white person uh, audience member. Rob, I 
actually has a TV journal, though. I do. Yeah. I do. I think that's and, just uh, amazing. It it only makes sense. It, yeah, of course. Well, Brittany, uh, another fantastic episode of the TV show show. I'm so glad True. you chose this episode yeah. of Martin. Martin! Did you have any, like... Big uh, things revisiting Martin this time. I don't know how how often you watch Martin, but since it's a familiar thing for it me. was really fun. I I loved the physical comedy, and I just love Martin's faces, you know. And and it was just chock full <laughs> because they were not in the usual setting. I feel like the whole cast was a little more lively, a little more like silly, loosey goosey. It was an extra silly yeah. episode of Martin, and I really liked. Seeing that they're usually in the apartment, you know what I mean. So it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's like they 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 have a freedom that they don't normally get on set. I so mean, like, take advantage, including of whoever did the animatronics for the. <laughs> yeah, that person was like, exactly. "This is my time to shine." And uh, so, what about you, as someone who watched it at friends' house and you know caught it in the commercial breaks in between other shows and stuff? What? Did you feel and think? What was your experience, impression? You know, I thought it it was exactly like the level of sitcom that I thought it was going to be in the sense that it's like, you know, it doesn't have like like the the biggest jokes in the world, but it has good jokes, you know, jokes that like pay off mm-hmm. and it like really tells its story fast-paced and I like when a show does that. Like it's it's like I know what I'm in store for with a with a famous 90s sitcom. Yes. You know, for the most yeah. part. And I'm glad that it delivered in ways that didn't make me go like, "Oh my god, I don't feel like revisiting Martin because I do feel like watching more Martin." And uh and I liked it. I had fun. <laughs> unlike Alf. <laughs> yes, unlike Alf where I felt like I should but kept telling myself don't yeah! until you were like, "Yeah, don't." You don't have to keep <laughs> watching Alf. That goes for everybody. Yeah. You don't have to keep watching Alf. We watched Alf. You can listen to the episode. Speaking of episodes, is this a segue? Yes, yes. it is. The next episode of the Ooh. TV show show. I'm really excited about this, Rob. You've been picking the films for Pumpkin Spice Podcast, our identical cousin podcast about horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I've been picking the episodes for, for the TV show show. And you picked an you picked Tremors, and we watched mm-hmm. Reba McIntyre on Tremors, and you know oh, what? Yeah. It inspired me. We're going to watch an episode huh. of Reba. Oh, this is... Weird. I'm excited, weird? and I will leave it at yeah. that. Um, this is what the HR lady at my company always says. That's interesting. <laughs> and leave it at that, and please. Period. <laughs> okay. <gasps> Well, I'm excited. Where can people find us on social media, Rob? They can find us anywhere. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we've even got a website. Just look for Pink Jeans Productions. Um, that's www.pinkjeansproductions.com. Wow, that sounded like really official. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brittany, if people want to support the show, what can they do? They could go to patreon.com slash pinkjeans and you can uh, support us just little as one to five to five thousand dollars a month I mean pay, take your pick but it is all goes to keeping the lights on at the Pink Jeans Productions headquarters we keep our editors paid and uh, all those good things you just go to Pink Jeans Productions 
Big smiles all yeah. around to everyone who supports That's the That's right. Show. Oh my gosh. We have so many sweet little angel supporters and big angel supporters. Why they gotta be a little? And also, speaking of angels, yeah. thank you, Jeremy, for editing this episode and I uh, hope you're having a great day. Yeah, me too, dude. Great theme song as well that you put oh, together. Yeah. Feels good in my ears right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Also wanted to say thanks to our buddy Jothan for the fun little graphics he's been putting out on the social media. Uh, if people haven't seen those, go check them out. Go check them out. They're so beautiful and cool. Uh, well, Brittany, I'm super excited to watch Reba. Thank you again for choosing fun episodes. Um, you always do. Well, it's great doing this show with you, and I'm excited for next episode. Okay, well, thank you for being so amazing, co-host. Uh, see you next time. <laughs> thank you. <gasps> All right, bye. bye-bye. That, that, was, that was very funny, Brittany. I really enjoyed this show.